Welcome to another episode of What the Crew with your hosts, Vipkeb and Kevin. In this show, we talk with friends and experts about everything related to running, general fitness, health, and some random shit. Olaf and Nils Kerkhoff from the Zero Free Free Running Crew in Armorsport joined us for our seventh episode. We chat with them about their endurance sport journey and how they transitioned from cycling to running, all while having diabetes type 1. They tell us about their ups and downs and how they stay positive and at the top of their game. Whether you have diabetes or not, we guarantee this episode will inspire you. So stay tuned. So Niels, Olaf, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Good yeah. to have you on the show today. Yeah, nice nice to, to you. Yeah, nice <laughs> to meet our neighbors actually in Amersfoort. Yeah, crew love. <laughs> crew love, yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, we can maybe start with uh, introducing a bit uh, yourself, like where you come from, who you are, what you're doing, what is Amersfoort, where is it? <laughs> right. And uh, the crew, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm Niels. I'm Olaf. Uh, we are twins from uh, Amersfoort, born and raised. Yeah, we li- I lived there uh, quite a while. Actually, we lived in a small town near Amersfoort, or uh, not even a town, but yeah, we moved to Amersfoort quite fast and we like the city. Mm-hmm. We love it. We love it. We never go away. And I think um, we're such sporty, uh, we have such sporty backgrounds. So we said, okay, we need to do something with that. We love the city. So let's start a crew. So that's, nice. uh, yeah. I think, uh, the crew love or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because did you also study in Amersfoort? No, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, yeah. okay. Yeah. But uh, born close to Amersfoort, uh, then you moved with your parents to Amersfoort. Yeah. Um, yeah and went to Amsterdam for studies. And uh, yeah. then your sport life uh, developed during study times? Or was it always part, like since childhood, you were very active or? Uh, I think my, it started, my dad was a cyclist. Yeah. Uh, we we uh, Your dad only? No, I'm joking. Yeah, no, yeah, my dad. Uh, and we were like... Uh, pretty yeah sporty so soccer at first uh yeah so we were raised pretty sporty we, uh, you always watched the sports and we went with my dad to the cycling races yeah so we, we pretty young we we, we saw the races and we're like oh, yeah wow, you were immersed that's, that's yeah. cool and i think soccer was like the easiest sport to do to go to uh to apply for so that's why mm-hmm. we did it yeah, the best, the best memory of 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 the early days when my dad was cycling was always when he came home yeah. from a race, <laughs> and when you race, you get like uh, envelopes with money in it because you get like sprints, uh, preems, uh, and uh, when you finish in the top thirty, you get prize money. Okay, yeah. I was about to say like, does is this normal? Like everyone gets money in uh, with race biking, or no, was he have, very good? Yeah, he was a good amateur racer. Uh, racer. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when he got home. The first thing we did, we, we, we also have an older brother, uh, but we dived in the back yeah. and, and, and we just looked for the envelopes. the envelopes and then we just like, okay, it's for us. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we got, uh, my dad always said like, okay, the money we, um, I earn with cycling, you guys can get cool stuff. So we got like the old school Game Boys and stuff like that nice. uh, <laughs> from that uh, and yeah. Wolfmans and stuff yeah. like that for, for, uh, for the prize money. So that's, that's a good memory. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's nice, uh, Directly Always. a positive association. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Competitive, <laughs> competitive sport because we're yeah. quite competitive. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. Uh, it's always about, okay, it's not always about winning, but the best out of yourself. So mm-hmm. yeah. do the best uh, you can. That's, yeah. I think, yeah. And that's that's what we did uh, at soccer. We wanted uh, to uh, to compete at, uh, at the local, uh, at the first selection of our mm-hmm. club. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I got a, a pretty bad knee injury. Okay. Uh, so yeah, a growth 
injury. So mm. it took, uh, it took a while for me to get out of it, but I had to quit soccer at that time. Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, because of my dad was already cycling, we said like, okay, when we, once we reached the first selection team of our club, uh, we can play there for a few years and then go cycling. That's what we already wanted to do Yeah, because we wanted, uh, we knew that uh, cycling was the thing we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and then the knee injury. Then, yeah, and the knee injury. Came, came uh, at your 12th. So it was a little bit before. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit earlier. Uh, my knee injury came earlier. So I, I started cycling pretty early. Yeah. And uh, yep. Niels just got, uh, how do you say that? I, I, I kept on playing football for like, I think for I was three or four years more. Yeah, I until think. I was 16, I think. Oh, yeah. uh, then I realized that my soccer team, the guys, okay, what you, what you do as a guy when you're 15, you start drinking mm -hmm. and you go uh, on Friday night, you go to like a local uh, bar. Yeah, bar. And then they, you cannot even go, but they had like uh, drinking sheds that they yeah. all go. <laughs> and on the <laughs> Saturday morning, we had to play soccer. Of course. <laughs> and uh, the whole team was basically like uh, still a little bit hangover. And I was, I wanted to compete. I wanted to uh, win. Okay, you were that, that I, one. <laughs> I was that one, you know. And then, yeah, I don't want to brag. And I was not the best. I'm not a messy, let's say like that. But then if you, when you score a goal, like one or two, and then you lose with 3-2 because the whole team or the defense are like yeah. still sleepy. And then I noticed Olaf was doing cycling and he got like the races and it was like, yeah, if you train hard, you can win and you can mm -hmm. do good stuff. I was like, yeah, that's that sounds way cooler. And you don't depend on the others. That's it. Sure. And yeah. uh, I, I like team sports in a way, but if the team wants to, uh, it's on the same level. Yep. And I miss that with the soccer. So that's why... I, yeah, I stayed there for a while, but then I quit uh, also. Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So that was on a younger, uh, young, and he had to quit because we loved soccer quite a lot, but he had to quit. Uh, and uh, at that moment also, uh, he got he got diagnosed with diabetes. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. we're going to talk In about the same it next. Year. Yeah. In the same year. So that was quite a, a heavy year. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we want to also dive in already in the in yeah yeah sure because sure of course yeah yeah it's a big part it's a big part because yeah uh, we both uh, diagnosed with diabetes type one uh, Olaf already at his twelfth maybe you can talk a little bit about it how that how that went yeah 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 so uh, basically uh, I had to quit soccer that was a pretty big shock mm -hmm. and um, there was some other really heavy stuff going on uh, so yeah you started to uh, feel really bad and tired and you don't have energy anymore. School was going really bad. Uh, no focus, no concentration. Mm -hmm. I had to pee a lot. And that's, that's, it was a pain in the ass in house. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, was, yeah. not, I was like, not myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, then, uh, I already, um, I was actually, I was still playing, uh, soccer, but the injury was already there. I remember like I had no energy for a, a soccer match. Mm -hmm. I was like, I hardly could even kick the ball. And um, uh, then I had to stop. And for a little while I did nothing. And then I got diagnosed. So, and after the diagnose, um, uh, I Was it a coincidence, just a regular checkup that it came up or was no, it really, okay, I feel was, so bad. Yeah, Let's go to the doctor and uh, check yeah, it out. Because of my symptoms. Yeah. I remember uh, in December, we uh, went to the Sinterklaas in Tocht. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, not there. Yeah. I was there uh, physically. physically, but 
I, I don't even remember half of it. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was that was for my the alarm for me the alarm bells. Well, we had some other alarm bells because he was like really really a pain in the ass. I mean, we wanted to. Dr- I mean, when you have the menu, okay, what do you want to drink? You said, okay, we uh, want a chocomel or whatever. Yeah. He didn't. Uh, he didn't want to have anything. Or he did. Ah, I want this. No, I want this. I want this. He was. Yeah. really hard place. to handle and my mother was like going crazy she was like this is not normal this is not normal you had to pee like every five seconds mm. and yeah. uh like yeah this this is not how you normally are i think i had to, i had the same because i got diagnosed just two years ago uh two and a half years ago and uh you know that there's something and you feel grumpy all the time but you don't know what it is. It's mm. like, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, why am yeah. I like this? I mean, I had some arguments with my girlfriend. Why am I like this at this, at this moment? I'm not this I'm is a not the happy person. I'm yeah. a, I, why am I so grumpy? I cannot, maybe I'm tired because of all the running. Yeah. And that's why I can relate with other people. Such, yeah, so pain grumpy. Pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. again, pain in the ass. <laughs> and so then, yeah, uh, yeah then, the then, yeah, after that, uh, I went to the doctor first. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then I got uh, just a simple blood test. Yeah. And it was uh, saying hi. And when the monitor, uh, when your result says hi, mm-hmm. it's too high to measure. Yeah. And then you know, okay, that's not good. Yeah. So second immediately, check uh, yeah, second check it was again, it was high. So immediately I went to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, then I got the diagnose. Yeah. Uh, started to shut up insulin myself. Yeah. Because I knew, uh, actually right away I got got convinced that, okay, it is all my life. Yeah. It's, it's for life. So... I have to do it myself. Yeah. So I should start right away uh, shooting up injecting insulin, yourself, injecting yeah. insulin myself because I have to want to deal with it. So I have to deal with it right mm-hmm. now. That was actually a, a big eye opener. And that with 12. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, yeah, that it? was yeah. actually was really crazy. But I think uh, once you realize that you have like this chronic disease, yeah. you, you just switch flips mm-hmm. and then you know, okay, I have to handle it. I have yeah. to do it. And later on, I will tell that's not always <laughs> goes like that, but that was my main yeah. goal set. Directly goal into the, direct, uh, directly yeah, the mentality of, yeah. okay. Yeah. And then uh, in like 30 minutes, I felt so much better because mm. insulin was working then and yeah. my blood sugar was lowering. It's like I could see again. Wow. Yeah. Everything was, bl- I know, I yeah. know then that everything was blurry. Uh, my headache went away. I got energy. So it was like, Okay. Wow. This is good. Yeah, big change. Yeah, big change. It's so crazy. It's yeah. such yeah. a crazy, uh, and then, crazy feeling. Yeah. And then, then once, yeah, after a month or so, or maybe two months, I started cycling because I felt better. Yeah. And uh, yeah, after uh, cycling uh, for a while, I uh, got a contract, mm-hmm. a pro contract. In the Netherlands? Uh, no, in, uh, in the in USA. America. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, the youth uh, categories I did in the Netherlands uh, at the club. And uh, the cool thing about uh, the contract was that it was for people with diabetes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that was really, really uh, a thing that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But it was also for me at some points felt like a, a necessary because you have good races, but also you have bad races. And in the good races, everything is good. But sometimes in the bad races, you feel like, oh, no, this is... Why am I doing this? And why uh, why do I have to have the diabetes? And um, you feel you feel down. You yeah, feel down. You're really down in a pit. Yeah, uh, because the, a lot of cycling, the races in the Netherlands, it's like you have to go from Amersfoort to 
for instance, Groningen mm-hmm. yeah. or Limburg. And then you have the whole way back in the car to think about it. And oh, that's yeah. sometimes it really messes you up. Yeah. And I remember this one time uh, when we had the race in Groningen and I was like, oh, was uh, it not uh, in, in Voorde? Oh no, the, I remember. Oh no, then you had it already. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was, no, I think it was in, in Groningen or something. And then I went back in the car and I thought, okay, I want to do something. So I just went on my phone and I started to look up things. And then I got uh, to the, uh, that at that time it was called Team Type 1. Yeah. Now it's uh, Team Nova Nordesk. Uh, and I found out about the team who's racing professionally in the USA and with all diabetes. And I was like, I, I want to join. Yeah. So it, I, 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 I send an email in that car yeah. to the team if yeah. I could join. Yeah. It was too bad because for this year, that year the, the roster was uh, finished. Yeah. Uh, but they said, okay, keep on competing and get be the best of you, uh, you that you can. And then maybe next year. And so that uh, happened and uh, I joined team next, the year after. Yeah. So that's How awesome. old were you when you joined that team? Uh, 2021. Yeah. And how long did you stay in America for racing professionally? I did uh, a small year. Okay. Yeah. The first year, year it was uh, mainly domestic racing mm-hmm. in the US. The second year, the uh, team got a little bit bigger and uh, with a lot of international riders as well. And then we got an international program and that uh, I earned my... The first team was, um, the first year was um, a development team mm-hmm. I raced. And after the summer, I got like, I got chances to race with the pro team to uh, prove myself. And uh, they liked what they see, yeah, what they saw. And so I got my contract in September for the next year. And they, they got a lot of uh, European, Asian, Russia, oh, yeah. African races. So good mix. Could, yeah, a good, really good mix. And then we would race all over the world. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was really looking forward for that. Yeah. And I did uh, the preseason in Belgium and I could race from out of my home, yeah. which was really nice as well uh, because I started to really miss my family and my brother and everybody. I missed him too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that that's a hard we part about it. We have it on record it. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a hard part knew. about it. So, 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 um, um, uh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to be back in the USA. Yep. And but they wanted me back there for uh, a lot of good stuff, um, really a lot of promotional stuff, mm-hmm. motivational stuff for empowering people with diabetes. But that kept me away from from competing in Europe, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do that. Yep. So I had to make a decision, and I chose for staying in the Netherlands with my family and friends, and yeah, stop cycling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then completely also stop cycling, not even cycling. Yeah, that yeah. was in the moment yeah. that you transferred uh, to, to running? running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the thing, yeah. the thing with cycling is, even if you're not pro, I mean, I did amateur level in the Netherlands, and still on amateur level, you have to train like 15 to 20 hours a week. Yeah, oh, that's uh, a lot. Yeah, and it's not even the highest level, but if you like, for example, if you uh, get a podium place, it's not even mentioned in the local paper or whatever. So it doesn't mean a thing, and you have to give up quite a lot. You have to do training uh, sessions of four or five hours, so it's quite intense. Yeah. And it's not really like the, yeah, worth the, uh, yeah. The people you don't appreciate, get a lot of recognition. don't get a lot of recognition of it. So yeah. you're like, okay, mm, I was a little bit, I was doing good. I, I did, I won, uh, I know I did some podiums and then Olaf got back and we were like, okay, we can, maybe we can stop cycling. And we, st- we did actually a couple of years of soccer again. But during that period, we also started running because we, again, that competitiveness, we wanted to be good. Yeah. Um, it's soccer. So we started running. And then uh, we did some years 
combining it with soccer, but then we notice that we're getting better, better at running. And if we wanted to even get better, uh, we need to stop soccer because injury yep. with soccer, I broke my knee actually with soccer. Oh, uh, so, and at that point I said to myself, okay, now I'm going to fully focus on running. I'm going to sign up for my first marathon, do it under three hours. So that was when I was still in the plaster. I said, okay, this is <laughs> not going to happen again. This Best soccer is so take decisions. <laughs> yeah. You know, so soccer is a nice game and it's really nice to compete with your friends. And, uh, but in a way it's so you get so fast injuries with all, because of all the, the collisions mm -hmm. you get with other players. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, so then we, I decided, okay, we're going to stop completely with soccer and mm -hmm. I'm going to focus on running. Yeah. So, uh, and then I think, uh, not late long, long afterwards, I also felt like the same symptoms Olaf had. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, grumpy all the time, uh, seeing blurry and needed to pee all the time. I was like, oh shit. I, in my head. Did you recognize already the symptoms from Olaf? I was maybe, I wouldn't say ignoring them, but I was like, yeah, I was, because I was training quite a lot. Yeah. I was already thinking out some, um, boxes. No, yeah, I was, I was like, okay, because I'm thirsty because of the running. I'm tired ah, yeah. because of the running. I was finding mm. so, um, excuses, excuses yeah. for yeah. reasons for from, yeah. For, for, and, but I knew already the <laughs> symptoms. So I was like, okay, yeah. Okay. You don't want to mm. face the reality that it might be yeah. the same. And, yeah, and, and also because back in the days when, when I started to have diabetes, they said like, okay, it's like a 99% chance that Neil's also going to have it. Yeah. Your identical yeah. twins, it's going to happen, yeah. but it will happen soon yeah we all don't know when rather, soon yeah. rather than later yeah. and yeah. once we get older and older and older this, the the chance of Niels getting diabetes type one is type one was was uh decreasing yeah uh yeah, decreasing yeah, yeah decreasing. decreasing so you kind of hope that you i was i was hoping i was it. people always say yo you're identical twins why don't you have diabetes i was like that's a strange question but i was like okay all of it. i still don't have it mm -hmm. like you have it in your body or not it's in your dna yep. and it needs to appear it needs yep. to be triggered. Uh, yeah, yeah, be, be triggered, triggered by like a, it can be because of stress or, or Disease, whatever. Or accident, uh, accidents like or traumatic stuff. Uh, events. Um, and with Olaf, it was quite a lot with all this. He had to stop soccer and some other stuff happened mm -hmm. that at his age, at uh, his 12th. And I had, yeah, I was, uh, I also had some stuff, not as bad as Olaf had, but I was quite stressed at work and I, I was in the, uh, I was moving. Uh, you got just, a new dog. We uh, had a puppy. Mm -hmm. okay. So I had quite some. Everything at the same time. Yeah, it was good stuff, but it was, it was quite uh, intense at that, at that moment. Yeah. And apparently also intense training. Yeah. And I was, I was, I remember that I was sick. I think two months before mm -hmm. uh, quite, uh, I, I, I had flu uh, quite heavy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I started training again on the same level. I think I started because uh, it's an autoimmune disease. And mm -hmm. I think. I pushed it too far at that point with all yeah. the, the stress at work with and everything then you just triggered it and then I triggered it. And then I know I, I knew like, okay, this is, this is not good. I would have said, okay, at one point I was at work and, uh, we went for lunch to the McDonald's. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a, I had a <laughs> large Coke. I, I just completely like drank it in, I think five seconds. Oh. I was thirsty again. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay, I needed to pee I, when I left work. I, I, I went for a small, and then in, in the train already, half an hour train from Amsterdam to Amersfoort, already I needed to pee so bad. I needed to sprint. My cyclist life previous came mm -hmm. uh, good yeah, there yeah. because <laughs> I needed to sprint to house, to my house yeah. and, and pee again. I was like, yeah. okay, Olaf said that night, please come over or why don't you come over? Let's, let's have a look. 
Let's do a blood uh, test. Uh, Let's do a blood test. And again, the machine says, uh, not, measure, not measurable. Yeah. So, yeah, hi. and I went, I know, I, I remember, I went by my car. And I was like, I was seeing blurry. I was like, okay, oh. this, this is not good. And oh. Yeah, so I went straight to the hospital. Yeah. Got my shots of insulin. And directly better. Yeah, yeah I, I drove. They do it, they I do drove, it slowly. Yeah. I drove back. Niels uh, went to my house. Yeah. I recognized it immediately. Yeah. So I said, okay, let's do a blood test. So Niels came to my house. I drove with him to his house and to the hospital. And I knew, okay, this will be hospitalization for like a night yeah. uh, to get uh, checked out. And mm-hmm. then that's it. But in a way for me, uh, I know it all, but when Olaf got diagnosed, it was, it was huge because the doctors were really yeah. negative. Uh, okay. They were saying like, yeah, you it's, cannot it's, do this. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. It was really a negative vibe. And I was like, and yeah, I know he had to cry and he was really like down because yeah, you're yeah. in puberty. Yeah, uh, I mean, you 12. don't accept it. You don't, uh, sure. not at first. And then he, I mean, he was really handling good most of the time. Uh, sometimes he was, uh, yeah, I was down by it because of all the negativity around it. And once mm-hmm. you get older, you start realizing, okay, we need to turn this switch around. You, you know, and I think when I saw the test, we were looking at each other and we're like, all right, now you have it also. But I was already feeling. Uh, like at ease because okay i know what it is now i know how you can live with it i yep. know what you can do with it you have a good example so i have a good yep. experienced uh yeah brother who who did all the mistakes so <laughs> i know already <laughs> yeah. he learned i'm yeah so you learn by default you mm-hmm. learn by and yeah so i was quite i wouldn't say relaxed but yeah people were i was like okay i was bummed out i was like okay yeah this you is know where change. you're going yeah. this is going to change my life but like i think uh, yeah, we don't, I don't want to be defined by it. You know, it's, it's something we have, but mm-hmm. it's not us. It's, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. so I already felt a little bit at ease. Okay. I know I have it now. And then, yeah, you said, okay, it will be fine. Uh, we can, we can stay positive. We can, we can deal with this. No. So I think that was really like, my mindset was really at ease. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And although the doctor said to me, like, you cannot compete at a high level again and you cannot uh, do a lot of things you have to uh, watch everything you eat and stuff like that and that's true the last thing is true but the first thing is definitely not true and the doctor said it to me and i was like down but i knew oh my okay i can convince them yeah we're gonna prove them otherwise yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, that was my my motivation uh, motivation your goal right at the start yeah i was like what i cannot compete at a high level we will see so i started to like try and try and try and then just prove them wrong that's nice that's a nice drive nice motivation yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that's the thing because diabetes is such a complicated disease and it's only for a few years ago that they discovered the a lot of important stuff about the disease it's Mm. not like okay here's your diabetes manual this is the, this is your stuff and you can handle it like that. It's for every person. It's, it's different. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that makes it really difficult to handle, yep. but yeah. you have to handle it yourself. Yeah. Uh, we were reading up about, uh, diabetes beforehand and, um, you know, of course that, uh, food is affecting it, like everything you eat. Yeah. Um, but I was then also reading that it's like also stress, emotions, um, exercising or not exercising the exercising part i also get the stress part okay i also get but it was like emotions okay if you think longer about maybe but i was quite impressed i was like oh geez like how the fuck would you 
like feeling like okay i have this emotion now so i need this much of insulin like yeah. it's so everything everything you you do has an impact on yeah. your diabetes everything that gives of needs energy yeah or gives energy is related to your diabetes yeah so um but it's not like yeah, okay i'm just scale of happy or sad okay well then i need this many grams of no, like, no 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 it's, no but it's, it's it's also the 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 weather can if it's a hot day you use more energy so it's also yeah. cold days it's so many things and yeah. you need to be find a way yeah that's why that's why uh, a lot of people with diabetes also say okay i'm self-managed mm-hmm. you have to self-manage your diabetes because you go to the to the doctors and the, the uh the the nurses and they give you advices mm-hmm. and tips yeah. but you have to do it yourself you have to find uh, your way, find you your find way, your way and find your fine tuning they they give yeah. like a rough guidance the guidance then, yeah. yeah you have to fine tune it yourself because yeah they that's that's the main thing and, and you have to do it every day yeah and i think for no everyone no day off no, no exactly day off. No day off. No, but no. i think for everyone and if you're competing in sports uh but not even if you're uh, but you have to be healthy that's the best <laughs> but for uh as a as a diabetic it's even more important because uh if you eat less sugar you, you need less uh, insulin and i i think for me already it's i'm my uh, management is different than olaf's because yeah. i use almost nothing uh i only do for my morning uh, when i go running i don't even use insulin because my running uh, my meal uh, is then directly consumed by your yeah by the running by, by the activity running. so if i inject insulin after a meal what i normally do yeah i will get too low because yeah. the insulin will work it'll get my yep. blood sugar down but the running yeah because it's uh, taking energy it will also so it's an extra uh, factor mm-hmm. so i yeah when i go running i don't even use insulin that yeah. much so i for lunch i do two sh- two shots and for dinner two shots and i think you do double for like a dinner you do four or six shots even yeah but it also depends so. on the because Niels have uh, injections and i have an insulin pump yeah that's also a okay. difference and yeah, uh, so many different factors from what you yeah. just eat or how your la- day is just progressing differently. Yeah, and and, and because Niels is diagnosed for uh, two and a half years and I uh, 21 years. So you get like a little bit uh, used to the uh, insulin. Okay, uh, so your body is used to it. So yeah, it's not as need... powerful as it used to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a little bit It's more. like a drug, basically, you get yeah. used to it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's why for everyone it's different. Uh, but basically... If you if you live healthy, if you eat less sugar, you don't you need less insulin. It's it's as clear as possible. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah, because sometimes if you have like a, a cheat day and yeah. you want to eat, okay, we we yeah, live we live humans. healthy, <laughs> but I always say like eighty percent, twenty percent. If you live healthy for eighty percent, you can live a little less healthy for twenty percent. No. And if you are uh, feeling a day that you want to live a little bit less healthy, so grab a bag of chips or chocolates something like that okay you know you will be a little bit off your your big at a high or low by managing it but the acceptance of that is important yep. you have to accept that that it can happen and it will happen deal with it and do it because if you you are constantly at that uh 100% constantly focused 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 yeah it will get a, also a bad uh, effect on your on your sh- blood sugars because you get stressed yeah. yeah and then you get high blood sugars so find the balance yeah, yeah. and that's uh that's something you uh sometimes it's it's uh it's hard 
Um, yeah, but you, you, you will grow in, in it. You want yeah. to be in control, but you don't want to be too stressed. We, I mean, we have now, I have a freestyle Libre. Mm -hmm. yeah. It makes it possible to constantly see my, uh, my, my blood sugar. Yep. I'm now a little bit high. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted I know, to ask actually, how do you measure it? Yeah, on yeah. Normally, a daily basis. normally you do like a, you you finger do a finger prick, yeah. your blood test per your finger. But already I had some quite some scars on my finger. I was like ah, and then this was already on the market, but it was quite expensive. Yeah. And since this year, the the Freestyle Libre got um, covered by the covered insurance. by the insurance, That's so good. I can use it now. And it's with a with a special uh, device. It's connected via Bluetooth. So I can see it constantly. I can even have it on my smartwatch with running. Some yep. people say, why are you running with two watches? Yeah, because I can watch my- <laughs> One for the time, one for the- uh, <laughs> For my blood sugar uh, level. So that's, but it makes it also a little bit uh, stressful because I can I can see it yeah. all the time because now I'm a little bit high. Yeah. I can say, okay, I'm high. Ooh, I need to do something. But yeah. I'm gonna, just going to relax, mm -hmm. let it happen. It will get down. And because now seeing it all the time is always, also a little bit- yeah, it's the stress, stress that you, yeah. you mentioned, uh, Olaf. Yeah. So you need to yeah. deal with it. You need to accept it. Yeah. And then it's, it's yeah. don't let it uh, dominate you, but you need to dominate it. Yeah. yeah you need to be on, in control, but it doesn't, yeah. Yeah. So that it doesn't control you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How do you measure it? Or do you? I also have a continuous glucose meter. Mm -hmm. I have a, a contract with, uh, with Roche Diabetes. Mm -hmm. So I got the Eversense Excel. Uh, I got to use it for a year. Um, and that's really a good, a really nice opportunity I got, uh, or actually I, I took, uh, I, I went to them and I just asked. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best I, way to get I, yeah. things, right? <laughs> I'm Olaf, this is my story. Uh, can you help me out? And they were inspired. So, uh, they, they wanted to help me out. That's great. They, um, it's too bad because, uh, the initial plan was the road to the marathon and the road to uh, a good race. Yeah. But yeah, we all, all know what happens. Uh, so yeah. that that's <laughs> got out of the picture. But the nice thing about it that uh, that I get to block for uh, for uh, Roche uh, and then in particularly for Leven <coughs> with Leven met diabetes.nl. Yeah, and then I can by that I can uh, share my experience and my knowledge yep. and 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 basically my my life with yeah. with people who want to read it. Yeah, and then in in return I I get to use the sensor. So yeah. I also have yep. a, a continuous glucose meter. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a really good tool and a good uh, device, but it's, it's a good tool and a good device if you want to work with it. Okay. Uh, if you're open for it. Otherwise, like we mentioned earlier, it will cause stress and then it just is a disadvantage. Yeah. You have to get used to the tool and then you have to get used to the tool and you have to be open for the tool. I have a really um, good example when I was cycling in uh, with the team, with team type one. I had a Australian teammate and I think it's also like an Australian mentality, but guys needed to be tough and they need to be bad guys and they need to be strong. And obviously he had diabetes, but he wasn't open with it. And he was against all the new technology. He just, he wanted to do it old school, shoot the insulin, mm -hmm. uh, do the finger pricks, but we had all the, the tools. We had the glucose meters, we had everything because they were our sponsors, but he didn't want to work with it. And that I, I agree with him, but it also, um, because he wasn't not open with it. It also got us in some quite dangerous uh, oh, yeah. moments because we had to drive uh, to races and, uh, sometimes it was like a six or seven hour trip. And then he got low blood sugar, but he did not tell us and he was behind the wheel. And then he was like, Oh. 
and then we oh, drove almost yeah. to the to the site <laughs> and uh so we we could uh, at the end we just we, it got okay but uh that point i i we started talking to him like okay you really need to open up about it yeah and you really need to be open Don't for it. you should not ignore it <laughs> you should not ignore yeah. it and then um okay the fact that he didn't want to uh, use all the technologies that's okay because that's for everybody is different but i think it's really important to be open about your diabetes mm -hmm. because it will help yourself but also the ones around you so that's yeah. that's, that's really important so uh yeah. yeah ignoring it won't make it disappear no but of course you also don't want to be dominated by it because exactly. it's uh there's more to your life than that exactly yeah. and actually when when uh what what we found is that when you be open about it it's it's it opens so many doors you can you can uh, help others yeah with your experience and that's something uh the past few years and yeah with instagram with and instagram and with social media. media it's it's got so many bigger got such yeah it's, an audience it's got so a big, it's a big the community. audience got bigger bigger yeah. and bigger and uh, when i was in the usa um we did quite a lot of uh, conventions and we went to really big summer camps for with kids with diabetes mainly type 2 diabetes but okay that's usa <laughs> <laughs> um but we got to inspire them and empower them with our message and yeah. that's such a great feeling that's such a good experience and that's that was something like okay I, i i want to keep on doing that i want to help people with my experience to be the best that they can be yep. with their experience so yeah. that's yeah that's that's really a big a big um yeah she's learning learning achievement in my life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. mindset change yeah Hey, do you recognize this sound? Yes, it's a short break to tell you all about Patreon. Starting at 4 euro per month, you will get a shout out during the show, but you can also opt in for more and get access to exclusive video content made just for you. I'm talking about the flash round of 10 random and specific questions we ask all our guests, and then we discuss their answers. We absolutely love that segment. There are always some fun surprises. I've said enough. Go now on patreon.com slash whatthecrewpodcast, link in description, and get access to these cool tiers. But most importantly, support the show you enjoy. And as per usual, big shout out to our supporters of the moment, Alexandro, Tim, and Tufik. We mentioned in the beginning you have a run club in Amersfoort, mm -hmm. and uh, the running started uh, because the cycling had to stop. But how did it come that you then also had the run club? Was it also part of the we want to inspire people? I think um, it's a process or it's a part of it. Yeah, because yeah. we we try to of, we like to motivate people, um, not particularly train, but to make them feel good and to and to run together to have that yeah, positive, we like that positive, positive feeling, positive mindset. Um, yeah, and I noticed that in Amersfoort a lot of people were running by themselves. We also had a few few friends that we were running with. We're like, yeah, why don't we just? I mean, I saw some other crews. I was like, yeah. That's cool. Why can we not do that in Amersfoort? And I called Olaf. And I said, yeah, and yeah. At, at that point, uh, we have we have uh, uh, two big uh, um, running. Uh, how do you say it? Athletic, athletic, athletic teams, uh, teams, athletic yeah. teams in in Amersfoort. Yeah. And but that was a little bit far away from us. Yeah. We thought like, okay, everyone who's running uh, uh, for the teams, they are really good runners and. And we were nowhere near that. We were like training two times a week and one time fast and one time long and a uh, little bit slower, but still too fast. But okay, training technical, that's 
other thing. But then we said like, okay, we want to get something in between. So not like professional uh, yeah, not 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 uh the the all the things you need to do for like the athlete clubs or with the with the the monthly uh, contribution, contribution yeah. and stuff like that and not like a start to run program mm-hmm. we want to be in between because we like to race yeah. we did a few uh started with the with the uh amsford marathon mm-hmm. we did like the 10k and on our old uh, running shoes, yeah, soccer shirt, soccer shirt, final shirt. Really unprofessional, <laughs> but but we did that was noticed, start. Uh, we and noticed, then we yeah. thought like, okay, there's so many people in our level running, and uh, all by themselves, all by themselves. Yeah. And we thought like, okay, we want to bring them together. Yeah, and that's that's like how we crazy, got to the yeah, team. Like a little bit crazy, but we always like to say we want to get all Amersfoort running. That's you know, nice we all goal. want to. Yeah, that's like okay. Inspiring. That's that's our like our. Uh, how do you say it? Your um, not your mission mo- not statement. Yeah, your vision, I think, or like yeah. the, your dream, uh, dream goal, bucket list. Your drive. Your yeah. 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 Okay, we can We want to get whole Amazon running, and then we said, okay, what is cool? I mean, what would we like to have ourselves? We like to have cool running shirts. Yeah. So we want. Yeah. To, we start designing the shirt, and like, yeah, this is cool. So we uh, dropped the idea with the friends we were running with already. Already, like seven guys. Yeah, and they, they all liked like, it. Yeah, they were fairly in enthusiastic about it yeah because we are used to like uh, in our sport to take it uh professionally yeah so we thought okay if we want to do it we want to do it good yeah. so we that's when we got to the uh, drawing tables and design yeah. logo cool website make a website yeah. uh, got the t-shirts uh got the kits and then okay guys we were like with seven guys and yeah. then it started to grow yeah. so that's, fast that's so fast because it was first like quite manly yeah. There were only guys and we're like, oh, this is starting to get like a manly mm-hmm. club. man club. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's not where we want to. And then uh, suddenly the first girls uh, appear mm-hmm. and then that started rolling. And actually, I think, I think we are now even more girls. Yeah. So For sure. like, at it's a moment, so. there were yeah. only girls like, and I said, hey, this is, this is no but yeah at first we had like pictures of the runs. There were all guys. Yeah, so of I course. can imagine that for girls, it was quite a big, quite a big step yeah. to go there. So, but when the first two or three came yeah it started rolling i think now yeah. we're uh, approximately like 65 uh, uh, members members oh, nice. and uh, we run on wednesday and saturdays yeah yeah uh, yeah so that's that's a pretty cool group we go to races together uh people see each other outside the running crew all as well so this yeah you start yeah, become you a friend group. build a family and community yeah, and, yeah that's that's basically what we said okay we want to do we want to go out all out to the running to the races but also we want to have fun together so yep. we want to build a nice group of people like-minded people because we all have that same uh running spirit but I'm sorry we also if you hear that beep but that was my <laughs> insulin i need a little bit of insulin so sorry for that but, uh, uh, no worry it goes on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah that mindset we have now in the crew i think we're really proud of that yeah uh, yeah that we achieved that do so. you have um, other diabetes type one or two runners in your crew? No, uh, no, no. We we, uh, we actually um, I have um, I met with uh, a guy in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. I met in Amsterdam, and uh, he uh, also has diabetes, but uh, he's mid forties, mm-hmm. and um, but he all uh, he got diagnosed I think a year ago or something, and he's a runner also. Um, I got uh, in contact with him and I went uh, to his house to to speak with him and, and to yeah to give him a little bit of advice. Um, 
but we have no active crew members uh, in our team. We have uh, a, a cool initiative uh, that we are joined that's called uh, Taiwan Run. Mm-hmm. It's an uh, U- uh, American initiative. And um, it's a pretty I'm, it's, I'm actually uh, uh, a chapter leader from, uh, for Amersfoort, but it's like a worldwide community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, the goal is to uh, to uh, create awareness, create awareness, uh, and to to uh, to get the the uh, running community with that's diabetes. Great. And we we had uh, at the Amsterdam Marathon, yeah, two years ago, uh, I think. Yeah, two years two ago. years ago, we have we invited uh, everyone who wanted to join from Type One Run or anybody who is associated with diabetes one and want to run with us. Yeah. We did a, a, a warming up uh, run. Yeah. In this, in the, that was pretty cool because yeah. we, we thought like, okay, we want to give them a tour in Amsterdam and we want to uh, do a warm up run mm-hmm. because some of them did the marathon the day after. Yep. And uh, we said, like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Okay, we, we, we organize a get together at the, at the uh, station, central mm-hmm. station, and then we uh, make a route. Yeah, so like a touristic like six, route, six k yeah. touristic route yeah, cool. to the nearest, uh, yeah, the most narrowest, narrow narrow street in Amsterdam. Street in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. It was really nice, <laughs> and um, and then uh, in the evening we, yeah. we went for dinner. Cool. So That's cool. we had like a, a nice program, and then the day after we um, because we did not run it we did uh, half, competitive, we did but we did the half marathon for uh, pacing some other diabetics uh, yeah. to get a good time. So that was a really nice event, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's nice because you can uh, you can help each other out. Um, yeah, with diabetes. So that's yeah, that's cool. How is it uh, in general going with uh, like training a lot, um, having the club, uh, then also these uh, all these initiatives that you take actively yourself to uh, spread the awareness? Um, does it give you energy? Does it cost you energy? Um, uh, it it gives me energy. Yeah. And it comes uh, by itself because yeah. it's it's something that that's that is us. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just like that, and uh, so it, it it the the chances come when they come. Yeah, uh, we don't have to work very hard for it. Yeah, it does it doesn't cost a lot of energy. Yeah, so. but yeah, that that's good, and um, like uh, for the uh, awareness. So you are writing the blog. Yeah. I actually thought it it's your personal blog. Uh it is your personal blog? Uh no no no. It's it's uh, initiative from, uh, from Rush Diabetes. Yeah. So and it, it's called uh levenmetdiabetes.nl yeah. and they asked me to write uh, a monthly blog for it. Yeah. There are also uh I think it's a group of eight or nine bloggers. Yeah. who also write and uh they wanted me to cover the uh, sport and diabetes part. Ah. I so, get it. So uh, that's why they asked yeah. me. And uh, yeah. That's also then interesting. Why do they ask you to specifically talk about this? Is this something like sport and diabetes? Is this done often by diabetes uh, patients? Or is this something that is mainly av- that you see that people mainly avoid, that they're afraid of? Or what is it in the diabetes scene? I don't know if you can call it. Yeah, like it's... it's um Because it it's, does have an effect. Again. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it does have an effect. And it's a positive effect. Yeah. But it's 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 hard to uh, to get that positive effect. So you need to little you need to work a little bit harder mm-hmm. um, to to get the positive effects about it. And when I say yeah, you need to work a little bit harder, you need you need to be more aware. You need to have a, a better preparation, mm-hmm. yeah, um, uh, so that it can work. 
but I always say, uh, when you have that good preparation, it's something that non-diabetics also, uh, it's also beneficial. From. Yeah. So it's only a win-win. Yeah. Do you mean with preparation now, the specific preparation you do before you start a run, like, I don't know, having a breakfast and stuff like this, or do you mean like in general, a good buildup to become uh, reach good training, like longer term. Yeah, everything. Both. Yeah, okay. both. Yeah, it's it's really easy because uh, um, you have to uh, your body has to adapt to the running of course, uh, yeah. life, and you also your diabetes have to adapt to that, mm -hmm. and that takes a little bit longer. So I always say like take that time and don't rush it because there's no shortcuts for that. Yeah. So take your time and then prepare well with your meals and and plan your runs mm -hmm. that's that's a really important thing plan your run so that you know okay i'm gonna run in the afternoon i'm not gonna get as much insulin as i would normally do because then you probably end up having a low during the run mm -hmm. so know when, you, when you're going for a run yeah and just yeah always bring uh, like a dextro dextro tablets. energy tablets or uh, or gel or whatever i think uh that's good you it's like a safety package i think every runner should have some yeah. some sugar some uh dextrose uh, like gel mm -hmm. or whatever because uh it's it's a natural process if you run your energy drains and you need something to drink or or gel whatever for us it's the same only it goes faster yep so if if i have a bad meal if i only have like a, a snicker or a, and a cola in the morning and i go for a run Yeah, no, no one can do that. I mean, you know, you need you need energy, you need fuel to your fuel body. For your body yeah. But for us, it's like, and then suddenly, been within ten, no, maybe five minutes, we can faint, we can pass oh, out yeah. because yeah. it's yeah, you start getting in the low, and you cannot get out. And for a normal person, it takes longer. But before they're really low, before to pass they're really out. low. But it's it's as as important. You need you need a good breakfast. You need to be healthy. Uh, if you do a long run. Take some gels, take some some drinks, some or some energy bars, so you can already like yeah for uh, every 5k, every 6k, take something, yeah. so you you avoid that low. And for yeah. us, it's even more important. Do you think that uh, because of uh, your diabetes, you are actually also some I, I'm now calling it coaches, but good coaches for your run club for because you, what you say it's like also very important for even if you don't have diabetes to have yeah. a good preparation, a good build up that even though you don't have the professional education, uh, like a title or certificate coach, yeah. but uh, you have all this awareness because you basically have to. Yeah, yeah. for us it's a necessity yeah. indeed. Uh, for a non-diabetic, uh, you can be a little bit sloppy. You can exactly. sometimes cheat a little bit and then it's not good. Yeah. I mean, you, you're basically uh, draining your body, your energy, uh, but for us it's a necessity. But to, Yeah, we have to be aware. And I think we are because we have diabetes. We're more aware of our body and what yeah. happens. Yeah, because we have to. Yeah, and we we say to the runners, like, okay, if you go for uh, an hour or longer run, mm -hmm. take something to drink. Yeah. And then you can say it, but they see us doing it. Mm -hmm. So they, okay, they they not only say it, but they also bring action to their words. They're doing it. So it it must be good. Yeah. So they they also uh, do it, started to doing it. And um I think, um, yeah, it, it it helps a lot with with motivating and and helping of training out or giving advice to our crew. How do you want to call it? And and um, um, yeah, also our our 
positive mindset and are that we want to help people mm-hmm. out that's also helping in general yeah 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 i think you mentioned it a couple of times you both mentioned a couple of times the, the positive mindset is something that is really going to drive you up instead of going down yeah and being uh, also you mentioned um accept what's happening and yeah. be aware and open about it and be just okay this is what it is i accept it i'm open about it and i'm going to be positive yeah. yeah no matter what yeah and, and it, it looks like it's it's the key in in a way to be like to to live a good life actually yeah and yeah. it sounds all like uh happy life and, <laughs> and it's happy all he, yeah but it's it's okay I always say, I'm not going to, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to go and cry in the corner because I have a diabetic? It's not going to go away. And of course, it's not always good. And I had some races that I, that I indeed didn't prepare good because I had uh, a little bit less uh, carbohydrate uh, meal and I did too much insulin at that time. And during the race, I, because uh, before the race, because of the tension, you go up. Mm-hmm. And then when the starch uh, is actually happening, yeah. it goes down because then the tension drops a little bit and, yeah. then, and you start to run. <laughs> you start to run. <laughs> no. So, and then I went to a huge down. Oh, yeah. And so I, yeah, I really felt bad. A big low, yeah. A big low. Uh, and then actually I still finished third, but I can, sh- I can show you guys <laughs> the pictures later. I was on podium. I was like, grumpy I think yeah. the, and i got a comment on the picture the most grumpiest guy <laughs> on the podium ever because i was feeling really yeah. really crap yeah and yeah so and I also knew, because you knew you could have done better have done if it better, was just then, a different uh, day or yeah. a different meal and wow. so it, I, yeah. I felt i felt bad about it but then olaf i have my brother and that's that's what i wanted to say not it's not always good but then i have my brother you can say yeah it happens shit happens you know yeah. why yeah, afterwards you can always see okay this you can learn from it. So yeah, now I start. It's, it's okay to feel bad about it, but it's more important to, to learn, learn from, from it. it. Yeah. So I, I I said, okay, what went wrong? You only had like I know that with when I eat uh, rice without uh, yeah with just some vegetables, uh, I I almost don't need any insulin because it's not it's yeah and rice is like slow carbs yeah and when you shoot up your insulin it it works after faster. ten minutes yeah faster it works faster than your from than your college college carbohydrates mm-hmm. to work yeah. so then you have a lot of insulin working but your carbohydrates are not yet in your uh, blood flow yeah, yeah. so and then you get uh, uh like you can see the insulin are the keys from the locks of your blood cells yep yeah we made yeah. the mistake actually in the instagram story and we, we said it was uh opening the going to blood flow yeah, but it, it was actually it the key for the cells yeah, yeah yeah so we corrected it afterwards yeah that's good yeah so uh, you can imagine if you have uh too many doors open it drain out your reserves and when you have no reserves then you're in a low blood sugar mm-hmm. so you feel really shitty and like uh like when you have the marathon 30k point and you have the the man with the hammer yeah. yeah. Uh, that's like it's a little it's, bit it's, it's it's compared to that, but yeah. a little bit worse. Yeah. Um so you can imagine if you have like eaten rice or like slow carbohydrates, for instance, potatoes or stuff like that, and you shoot up your, you don't think about it and you shoot up your insulin for a normal new meal, yeah, then things go start wrong yeah. uh in the hours after that. Yeah. So that I was a big lesson, it. and then, yeah. then you realize it and you it maybe it happens a few times later on, but you know it, and then you don't feel bad about it because you know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And actually, and, and you can say, actually, I did this. Next time, I'm gonna do it different. 
And I think now I, what I said before, for, before I go running, I don't use insulin anymore. I rather, I, I rather be a little bit high than too low because yeah. Yep. Yeah. When you're low, you sh- you're like, it's the man with the hammer or when you have not, when you have not f- eaten for the whole day, yep. you start feeling really shivering and like shaky, yeah. shaky. That can happen with us within five minutes. So yeah. in, in the race, it's even like, pop, yeah, in the race, it's, it's like, yeah. And then so it's over. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. I have a few uh, DNFs because of low blood sugars, because yeah. you don't have any power yeah. left. And then you're just like, okay, I'm gone. But then, <laughs> then it's good that we have each other. And I, I can understand that not everyone has that position that we can learn from each other and we can help out each other. Yeah. But that's why we, we think it's important to, to, to share the message yeah, on Instagram. Uh, I, I share quite a lot of stories. Uh, I did it. It was quite intensive. Uh, I also stopped with it because it was after every run or every day, actually, I, I, um, noted down what I've eaten, how many insulin I took, uh, if I run or not. And I, people did quite some uh, good, uh, reactions Comments. on it. Mm. But then again, it was so, um, um, it's intense for it's you intense. to keep it uh, tracking of that. Yeah, and it was it was taking over my life, and I didn't want to do that. And yeah. I wanted to show people how I deal with it, but it was taking control of me a little bit, and that was not that's not yeah. how I want to uh, manage my diabetes. Um, so and I, and also I think it's not for everyone the same case. So I don't want to give no. up. Let's say not a bet, but I don't want to. Yeah. Like so everyone, uh, an example that people maybe think it's the one thing to do, but it's. Yeah, for it can, yeah, for everyone, it can be different. So I wanted to show that I'm run and that running is good for my, for my management because uh, you don't, mm-hmm. and I know actually some, some guys that actually, they don't, uh, they take out all the sugar in the diet and they run quite a lot. They don't even need any insulin anymore. I read stories that, that people, if you live that life without sugar and sport regularly, uh, they can live with, with uh, only the long lasting uh, insulin because you have two types, uh, okay. slow insulin and fast insulin. And they only use like the slow insulin during the night and they don't, during the day, they don't need any insulin. Oh, wow. Are they so, then running on ketosis, like on the fat burning instead? Or is this the... No, no, it's the same, but it's the okay. same. But uh, yeah, it's just the, the, the running, lifestyle. The, act, the, lifestyle, the lifestyle, not eating sugar and sports help them regulate their, their, uh, their blood sugar. And yes. I actually, in the hospital, my... Uh, Pleegster, how do you say it? Uh, my, nurse. Uh, my nurse. She she said, uh, "What's your what's your dose now? Eh, during the day, did you ever try it to stop?" Yeah. I was like, yeah. I, "I I sometimes I feel getting high, so I need I need mm. the shots. I need yeah. the insulin, so I cannot stop because I like sometimes to eat candy or whatever or chips or chips. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know." Yeah. So I'm not but that, I try to live healthy, but 83 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's why uh, it's for every person, it's a different approach. Yeah. So that's that's why you stopped with the whole uh, uh, note down of your day, because yeah. it's not a smart, because it's for everybody is different. It's not like I can take over uh, his program and it works no. for me. It's the same with training program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, that's what we do with the crew as well. We don't have a standard program. Everybody is different. Everybody uh, has a different uh, personal life, uh, working life, uh, stuff like that. We we talk with, uh, you have a personal uh, uh, conversation with uh, someone who wants to train with us, and then we make the program. Yep. And and that's the same with diabetes. Yeah. So it's it's personal, and 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 it takes a personal approach. Yeah, you said it earlier. It's a uh, personal management uh, yeah. because there, are of course, the certain things that 
are uh, learned by medicine by um, via research, what is affecting it, but how every uh, factor is influencing yourself is completely different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, what I think helps is like coming together. Yeah, and and talk about it mm -hmm. uh, with other diabetes because that that really opens up your world and open. Uh, you can actually learn from other mm -hmm. diabetes quite a lot because little tips and tricks uh and and um that 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 is a really important thing and uh, i think yeah with the social media and everything it's it's such a great tool to 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 reach out mm -hmm. and uh yeah we we are really in a in a with a with the running team with a running crew and with the way we just are in our lives right now we can reach out to a lot of people and that's i think it's a good thing yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I was surprised because I was following the team for, I think a couple of years on Instagram, like, you know, all the running crews are connected yeah. and, uh, never thought I would be here in Utrecht at some point and live here and be neighbors. Yeah. And, um, I saw you guys doing so, quite some good race like podiums and stuff. And I was like, wow, those guys are, are good. You know, they're fast. And then, um, at some point I discovered that, yeah, you got uh, type one and I was like, wow. So I had no idea exactly what it was. So I did some research and, um, uh, I like that you have this positive mindset and then you actually prove that you can really combine both and not only just doing a little bit of it, but also podiums and stuff. So you can have a almost, I would, I want to say almost normal sport life, if, if not completely normal sport life, yeah. you yeah. just have to dial in your, your, uh, whatever, yeah, your, your preparation, your preparation differently. differently, but then you're good to go. Yeah. And of course you will have some high and lows, but it is possible. Yeah. And I really love that, that you see yeah. that, yeah, it is possible. And you guys are super positive and, uh, yeah, that's really I, awesome. I, I would like to even take it one step further because, because we have it, you need to be even more aware than a normal yeah. person. So we need to, let's say, extra more, healthy, yeah, extra healthy, extra professional. And we know our body even more. So it helps us, um, yeah, uh, be more. Yeah, uh, be better. Be the, better. Yeah, be better. Yeah. The better you know yourself, the more you know what you can do. Yeah, yeah. we uh, we had a race last last night, uh, track race in Wageningen, and our teammate uh, uh, took us with the car, and uh, I had like my bottles in my bag, one with uh, uh, with a sugary uh, drink and one with like uh, a pre-race drink. It's like, oh guys, you're really uh, looking professional with stuff and like that. And like, yeah, for me, it's normal. But, no. and, and, but it's important to drink enough. And I think about it because it's also for my diabetes mm -hmm. and, and I know it's helpful for racing, mm -hmm. but he didn't thought about bringing the bottle with him in a car. He had it in his bag and he's like, oh yeah, I can, I need to take it with me because oh. I need to drink already. But you're prepared for that. And yeah. I was prepared yeah, we have for that to, because, because we have to, helps be, to you think about it, sugar those details. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think yeah. about it more. And that's, 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 uh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's, uh. Yeah. Would you actually, this is a trick question, I don't know, but would you think that having the disease, this chronic disease, make you actually be maybe a better athlete in a way? Uh, because you yes are competitive no. at, yes at the no. base already. Like we established that. Yeah. But is this actually helping you in a way? Because this is, it looks like it's helping you in a way because yeah, you're more prepared, you know yourself better. If you, if you stripe that, if you uh, cross out the, the bad races you will get yeah. because of uh, then with the ups and us, downs, with the ups yeah. and downs, if you accept that, 
Yeah, for me, it opened new doors. Yeah. And, and like we said with Amsterdam uh, two years ago with the half of the marathon. Uh, oh no, uh, yeah, that when we invited all the guys, that's something I would not, not have done mm-hmm. if I wouldn't have di- diabetes. So it, it opened new doors. It made me a broader person. And it learned a lot. I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. I think so. I think it's it starts with uh, you have talent for sports. Obviously, we got that from our our, our dad, yeah. our family, in our roots. But then, because of our diabetes, you you need to live more professionally with it, and that helps out. Yeah. 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 So it's 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 a it's a bit of both. It's, yeah. It's a bit of both. Yeah. But uh, it starts with uh, having the talent and work. Yeah, work hard for it. And then needing to fine tune it quite well for our diabetes helped out as well on top of it. So yeah, there there are actually quite a few professional uh, sporters uh, with diabetes, which is proof and uh, that that it is possible. And that's what we did with the cycling team as well. So first you are an athlete or a father or a friend or a colleague, and then you're a person with diabetes. I see it that way. It's the best way to see it, I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, we have um, the usual part of our interview is a question from the audience. Before our interviews, I always ask our audience if they have questions that they directly want to have answered by our guests, so you. And um, for everyone that is listening, you can hand in your questions via Instagram or Facebook or directly send us a voice message via speakpipe.com. What the crew podcast and just like a voice message there, leave your um, question there. And the first one is... Ready for sub 2.45, one unit of Novo Rapid, Rapid and a beer in Berlin 2021 from Tilsa Volt. Well, I think I, that one's for Niels. Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, uh, I'm not signed up for, for Berlin. I'm going to do uh, Amsterdam in 2021. Uh, uh, definitely going to break the 2.45. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a beer, I think I need uh, a little bit of more of uh, Novo Rapid. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we keep, so, you, we keep you up for the beer. Yeah. <laughs> so Novo Rapid is, uh, for people who don't know, it's a, a type of incident, right? Yeah. It's the fast working. Uh, fast working. Yeah. 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 Then the second question comes from Tim Kickstarter and he asked, how do you pick new challenges uh, and what are they? Is that it more, is that more for the crew or is that... Uh, yeah, you can, uh, you you can you see it both ways. Like uh, some of our challenges, they come as they come. Yeah. Uh, you see something and you think, hey, that's a, that's a great idea or that's a good, a really nice thing to do. And then you just like get some people around you that want to do it as well. And yeah, with the crew, we have a, a really enthusiastic uh, team. So uh, right away, you have, we have a group to do something. Um, but uh, like challenges for like racing wise, stuff like that, just keep on uh, look for, for like, uh, boundaries. Yeah. It looks, uh, seems yeah. it's in your DNA anyway to, uh, go for a race and then see how you were. And then you said like your marathon time is now at two forty fifty two fifty six two fifty six. 256. So the yeah. next one is, uh, that you want to crack is two fifty two forty five. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, in your DNA, you want to get already further and yeah, try yeah. if you can go more and a little bit more. Well, yeah, until I think, I think it's important because it's just a time. So I, I, I want to beat 245. I'm, I'm going to beat it. Let's, let's say it like that. But then what happens? I mean, I think it's, what's even, next? yeah, what's <laughs> next? I mean, you I think it's, it's even more important to learn from the, the process, uh, the too. process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you gain a better runner and just run, if you run that, 
I don't think even if you, you don't even have to run that marathon to be uh, to be a good runner because the whole process made you a good runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, 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 the time doesn't define or doesn't say how, yeah, it, okay, it does say how good you are, but the process made it. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, 245. Okay. Yeah. And then 240 yeah. and then 235. It's just, it's just the time. Yeah. And it it does not stop. No. You doesn't, you don't, you don't, if you want to train for a marathon and say, okay, I want to go under four hours or under three hours. And you make it or you don't make it. You don't stop running, right? Yeah. You it's not like, okay, tech that bot, but now I'm selling tennis. <laughs> yeah. You want to, you, it's possible if, of course you, if it it's, is. it's a goal of you, but, uh, you want to keep on running. So it's important that, uh, the road to that marathon is, is healthy and is, is supportive enough to make you continue running. Yeah. So a challenge is not just a race, no. but it can also be. Uh, the road to the marathon. The road to the marathon. So, uh, how do I get through this week of training? Uh, how do I stay injury free? Mm-hmm. Uh, those challenges you can you can see it as a you can see it uh, as a big picture, but also take out the small parts of it. Yeah, and and uh, take that as a, as a challenge, and that's when it's really interesting, of course, yeah. because you can get further in it than in it, and and know a lot about of it, uh, know a lot about it. And that will improve you a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it lasts also longer with the motivation. If you think about the whole process, yeah. the travel, the trip, everything, the journey, then the actual goal, because yeah, once you're there, what's next then? Yeah. Are you happy with it or, or not? So yeah. The next question comes from Malaike Dijkstra. Uh, you said already it's a girl that runs with you. In Hashtag crew love. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, um, we translated it to English. How did you come up with the idea to set up the zero free free running crew? Yeah, well, actually, uh, uh, I ran with uh, the guys in Amsterdam, the urban runners, uh, and I, I had a lot of fun uh, running with them. Uh, and I went, uh, they said, hey, you can come whenever you want, and it's fun, run some races with us. So I was like, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, and then I went back in the train, and I was like, uh, yeah, that's cool, but why can we not just do it in Amersfoort? You know, yeah. we have, Amersfoort is a great city. There are a lot of runners. There are a lot of races uh, also organized in Amersfoort that, even at that time, we didn't, we were not aware of because we thought it was more like the athletic uh, team that only do, uh, does that races. We okay. only knew like the Amersfoort Marathon, the big yeah. one. But they were like, it's a, it's a local calendar. It's really big. Yeah. And you can race like 10 or 15 races uh, during the season. During the season. Wow. Uh, it's all with, local, with, small within races. like 15K yeah. from Amersfoort. So yeah. it's like you can go running or biking to the race. And then raise it. And we didn't so, know about it. It's no. great. So we said, I, I called Olaf and I said, you know what I want? I want to have a crew in Amersfoort. And we're, I, we want to have everyone in Amersfoort uh, who's running, yeah. running our shirts. And we want mm. to make a cool community and yeah. people, like-minded people, we want to bring them together. Yeah. yeah. So When was that? The date? The year? Uh, three years ago. In June. Yeah, years ago. June. Okay. In June. Yeah, yeah. So the, fir- the Amersfoort, uh, no, I, th- I think a, m- a month before. Uh, Hans Grotermeer Games. Yeah, the Hans Grotermeer Games. It's yeah. a small local race. We started uh, to race the first time in our shirts. Uh, and then let's, yeah, we call basically the Amersfoort Marathon is like our, is like our. Um, first day, start yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. So now almost, uh, now three, three years. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Three years. Three oh, yeah. Years. Ah, I thought it was longer. Yeah. So yeah. I think I've been following you guys since almost the beginning then. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Uh, next question is uh, from uh, Wendy uh, Springer, and she's asking, what do you do to not get hungry during a long run? So I don't know if it's related to the disease or not. Well, but I think, I think it doesn't answer? even matter if you have diabetes or, or not. Uh, I think it's important if you, go, if you plan a long run, and I think a long run is over an hour for, mm -hmm. for everyone. It doesn't matter the distance. How far? How far, yeah. but it's over an hour. We always say, take something. Uh, first of all, uh, the night before, have a good, have a good meal. Uh, breakfast can be a little bit lighter because, uh, you, or at least take two hours to digest the, the, the breakfast, but it can be uh, two slices of bread uh, with a cup of tea. Uh, and then during your run, it's very important to take some drinks, some, some energy uh, bars with you. And we say it's important to every 5K, all, although you don't, you're, you're not thirsty yet, but every 5K, yeah. try to drink uh, two zips. Not, don't wait till you get thirsty. Uh, it's too late. Yeah. It's too yeah. late. Yeah. Yeah. So drink or eat before you are thirsty or before you are hungry. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, you have to you have to you think have to about train. it. You, you have, have to train, train your body. yourself. You have to train yourself to drink regularly and eat regularly. And and, and, and really doesn't matter if you stop for uh, during your run. If you, some people cannot do it during the run, eat or because it's uh, your mouth's yep. full and it's hard breathing. It doesn't matter if you stop for a few seconds yeah, or a few enjoy minutes. The, enjoy the scenery. Your energy just, bar and yeah. you can continue your long run afterwards. No. It's not all about the average speed or whatever. It's just no. a long run for us. It's, it's enjoying and it's, yeah, it's important to not only for uh, the run itself, but also afterwards. If you didn't, I sometimes have uh, like a long run and yeah, maybe I didn't have like that extra gel or I would would have wanted an extra gel. And then afterwards, when you're on the couch, uh, because that's also an important step, uh, I feel it that I didn't have enough uh, food with me during mm -hmm. the run. So I feel down. And that's why after, it's not only before the run, but also after the run, it's really important to also recharge. Mm -hmm. So have yogurt, fr fruits uh, uh, to recharge yeah. because then makes it possible to go the day after. Or, yeah, or that's what I want to say. The next training, you can go again because if you don't do that, you start draining your, your body and you start uh, taking out all your reserves. Yeah. So it's not, it's not only before or during, but after is, is as important. So it really see and sounds like they are very conscious professional runners compared to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are more... I don't drink. I go for 21k or I, I, I'm, not, I'm used to not drink and yeah. not eat and not take anything. Try to drink. Yeah. yeah. Just, but then just I have to carry once. the thing. That's annoying. Yeah. Unless I have it on the road and I can stop for sure. But yeah. yeah. You can, but we don't sometimes do it with the crew. We have like a, a round and then we do a loop. So it's like yeah. some guys, so, uh, like uh, last week, uh, they did uh, their training to do like an, uh, they, we organized a small marathon. Mm -hmm. We try to keep it small because otherwise, yeah, uh, yeah. regulations. <laughs> uh, and he did a 30k run, and he combined it with our crew run of 12k. So he did like we did. Uh, he did I think 10 before, and then he did the crew run. But every time he went by his car, so he could drink something. Smart. And he also brought his drinks, by yeah. the way. But he could extra hydrate at the car, recharge again, refill his. Uh, so I think that's, if you don't want to uh, take something with you, you can, yeah, you can do like a loop or you can put your drinks mm -hmm. somewhere else. Uh, yeah. yeah I would like to challenge you. Just try it. Yeah. You can feel, you can feel the difference. Probably. For yeah. sure. My nutrition is already very bad. So uh, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> for sure, if you, if you, uh, especially the day after or the, like you run in the morning mm -hmm. during the day and the day after you will feel so much better. Yeah. 
it's it's such an important thing. I'll try. I'll sure. give it a try. Promise. Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. And we have our final two questions that we uh, enjoy asking our guests all the time. And the first one would be if you have one piece of advice that you can give the listeners or the viewers regarding uh, what we talked about today, what would yeah. it be? Stay positive. Yeah. And enjoy, enjoy what you do. Enjoy running. Uh, yeah. Keep a positive mindset. Yeah. Very good advice. Not only for diabetes type one, but yeah. for anyone. <laughs> for sure. No. And the second one is, of course, um, who would you like to uh, listen to at our podcast? I think yeah. you said like this, or what topic are you interested to learn yeah. more about? This is funny. Niels and I talked about it this morning and uh, we actually came up with the same idea. Yeah. Twins. Twins. Well, first of all, when, you, you, when we did the preparation for this podcast, you mm -hmm. asked it and I was like, ooh, that's a tough one. And then this morning or yesterday, I got the idea and this morning we talked about it and we both said, okay, I think... Uh, now with all the the shoe because we're quite uh, let's say tech shoe geeks shoe geeks <laughs> we're tech, quite techie, tech geeks uh, tech geeks running for, running tech geeks yeah. yeah so we like to we follow all the latest uh, shoes that came out and uh, I just bought the new Nike yeah I was just and, about to we're say we're gonna like, be good yeah. friends then <laughs> yeah no so I like the I like the whole uh, thing but it's it's super interesting to see uh, where how the running shoe evolved from racing flat for the marathon. Now having like the Spice Girls, uh, yeah, <laughs> Spice Girls height, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that whole uh, innovation, yeah. uh, innovation, and that's why for me, uh, I would love to have like a big brand, someone from a big brand, Nike, Adidas, or whatever, New Balance, New Balance, mm -hmm. to to hear their vision on how that evolution and where it will go, because now Nike claims to have the fastest shoe, uh, yeah. and it's pretty fast, it's pretty damn fast. You tried it last night, didn't you? Uh, no, because it's not allowed on the track. But ah. I, I've tried it. I've tried it. Uh, Olaf already uh, had the shoe. Are we talking about the Tempo or the Alpha no, Fly? The Alpha Fly. Oh, the Alpha Fly. They the Alpha have fly. both the Alpha Fly. I saw the Instagram. Yeah, I've, got, yeah, I've got the black ones. Uh, oh. I got the first drop. Yeah. And, uh, and Niels was really white. jealous. Yeah. Uh, but it, uh, he had to wait. I bought some motorcycle <laughs> parts at that time. So ah, yeah. <laughs> I okay. couldn't. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> now the, the, the second drop, the white ones, yep. uh, the Olympic colors way came out. And he was yeah. like, okay, he, he got to add it. But it's, it's super interesting because it's, if you put it on, and that's why I, I'm interested, it's not only Nike, but also you can see Adidas with the really thick uh, soles. Yeah. So if, you, if you put it on, uh, it's really unnatural. Yeah. Uh, walking in the shoe is shoe, It's not strange. made for walking. No, it's not made for walking. <laughs> and, that's, and that's why I think it's, it's the, but they say it's the fastest shoe, but will there be... Uh, because now they have set limitations, right? The the, yep. the, um, the amount of foam, the thickness. Yeah, yeah. so it can be and uh, the plate and inside. The plate yeah, basically. one plate yeah. and the amount. Uh, yeah, the so we, we're not gonna go too technical, yeah. but basically it's the limit. But can they do? Can they, can it be any lighter? Can it be? I'm curious. I mean, for me, this is pretty damn close to the ultimate running shoe. Yeah, but, but it, the fun thing is they, like it will not be. Like no. just look back. At your phones, like what we, we were, like how excited we were when we had color screens. I was like, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And now, and now we have literally like a tiny computer in our hands. Yeah. So, that's, so like it, it will not be the end. Yeah. But so I'm, I'm curious what that evolution, uh, where it will take us. Yeah. And, and so that's, yeah, that's, uh, so I think, I, I think not only us, but I think every runner is like interested in that part. So I think that's a good uh, option yeah. for our next podcast. Yeah. That was also in the back of my mind. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely do that. Um, we'll do that cool. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we actually talked also with the physio girls about it. Uh, they are very because they also saw the trend of that uh, thicker soles, and uh, they were curious how this is affecting 
running uh, performance and also um, economy and uh, mm -hmm. injuries. Um, yeah. So like, it's not the first time that it pops up. Yeah. 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 Well, what Definitely. you said, if you wear a flat, uh, your 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 calves need to work more because yeah. you have less drop. And it's yeah, it's the. Um, I experienced it. Uh, I d we did a five thousand meter uh, race and uh, on the track, and I did that a month ago mm -hmm. also in Utrecht, uh, and last night in Wageningen, and in Utrecht I ran on the afflies so with the with the thick soles, mm -hmm. and yesterday I did it on the racing flat on the spikes on the track spikes, and um, uh, I felt I was in the uh, same shape as I was. A month ago and maybe even better mm -hmm. but after 3k i just uh, yeah, my mechanics too, my yeah. mechanics and my running economy and and uh, my trainer said okay you were you could not lift your knees anymore mm -hmm. um it was like my my legs they were just broken yeah and when i did them on the off flies i feel pretty fresh yeah. although you were actually yesterday on the track so which has also like some kind of balanceness which might be compelled because like the alpha uh, the, the asphalt uh, mm -hmm. is extremely hard yeah so you could if you think like okay maybe it's relatively similar but it seems for you it did not feel like it was similar it no. seemed like the alpha fly on the hard ground was actually more bouncy than the the uh, track the bouncy track yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. yeah and i think we we're getting a little bit spoiled because of all the thick soles yeah uh, and i think it's it's okay to run on spikes it's not that we don't like spikes but you mm -hmm. need to get used to it and yeah. your muscles your tendons need to get used it's to a that different uh, intensity stimuli uh, stimuli yeah we yeah. discussed Stimulus, this yeah one. forgot the word but yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> a different uh, pressure and stress on the feet yeah so yeah so you need to get used to it but and uh, we are not used to it because we we are we are road racers yeah so and we train on a track and uh in a lot of training sessions we we get our spikes for the last uh, for instance, we have to do 20, uh, 200 meters uh, repeats. We we get them out for the last five or the okay. last yeah. eight uh, sprints. But just to get used to it. And I think that's, that's enough because you have to get used to the track spikes. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's logical then. So, yeah. Well, if uh, people <laughs> want to find out uh, more about you, how can they find you? Uh, well, we have personal Instagram, of course. Yeah. Uh, at Niels. Uh, Run, uh, dot runs. Yeah, dot runs <laughs> O33. Yeah. Or uh, at Olaf dot Kerkhoff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, our crew, you can uh, find us on Facebook, uh, O33 Running Crew. Uh, also, Instagram, o at O33 Point Running Point Crew. Yeah. With a and, beautiful new website. And we just launched our new <laughs> yeah. website, O33 Running Crew. NL. You can contact us there. Uh, yeah. If you want to run with us, it's, uh, it's free. You can run on Wednesdays. Uh, we start at eight o'clock. Where? Uh, it's it's at Altis. It's the athletic uh, at the parking uh, spots. At the parking yeah, people spots in Amersfoort will probably know it. Yeah. Yes, uh, for sure. And at Saturday mornings, we start at 9.30 at uh, Base 2. That's at the Fletcher Hotel mm. at the Sixth Rotonde. It's a personal training center. It's uh, Yeah, so um, you can run. You can uh, we always post our uh, runs on Instagram or Facebook. We make an uh, event. Um, please press yes if you want to go. Yeah. Then we can expect how many runs we, uh, we have. Yeah, but yeah, and I also also uh, write the, like we mentioned the blogs uh, www.levenmetdiabetes.nl Yeah, where you can uh, read a little bit more monthly blog of me. We'll uh, drop all the links down in the show notes so people can uh, easily click on it and uh, find all of the inf information uh, down in the description. Cool. Thank you for being with us today. 
It was a pleasure. We'll yeah. definitely see you, uh, I guess, uh, in Amersfoort one time, at least for training with you guys. Yeah, we need fun. to plan a Yeah, we need to together. do something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, let's <laughs> meet in the middle and then just go. Uh, Would love that. Yeah. Or like a race from one city to the other one. Yeah. And then see who's yeah. the fastest. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, crew, crew race. Really Ooh. race. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ideas. Game is on. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you guys for following us today. We are um, also on YouTube with the video and you can support the show on Patreon and find us on basically every social media that exists on the planet yeah. or not too far from that. Yeah. And of course, on all podcast platforms. Yeah, exactly. That's and about it for today. If uh, yeah. people want to run with us, we are training every Tuesday, yes. seven o'clock, but all information on Facebook. Just check it out. As per usual. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you guys. very much for your all time. Right. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you guys. Thank you for See you around. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye.